What was that podcast episode 151? I'm your co-host, Joel Lynn Homo with Jason Shirley. Jason. Chicago teams. Uh, I'm not gonna fade out. I'm dragging my heart around. I'm not gonna fade out pre uh, Campbell on that. Oh, I know. Mike Campbell's the man. Yeah, no way. That ain't gonna happen. No way. Uh, welcome in. First off, uh, apologies for no podcast last week. Yeah, kid. Uh, I got COVID shot too. Yeah, and it kicked my ass. It did. <laughs> it put you down. It did. Uh, felt like I got power bombed. And you know what it means is that you didn't. It's have working. It. You've never had it before. That means it's working. Correct. Correct. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Slept for twelve hours. It hit me for about twenty or so, uh, and then it was so weird. Like just in a span of like an hour, I went from feeling eh to feeling perfect. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it, but anyway, it worked, and well, you here do we are. get it because the first shot. It was introduced to your body. Correct. The body and went. And the body was like, "Wait, what the fuck is this? What, what are we doing? What are we doing?" And the second shot, your body's like, I remember this. I'm beating the I'll, shit out of it. I'm going to fuck this I'm up. fuck you up. Right? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fucking up, we had an NFL draft, buddy. We did. And uh, I can't say the Bears did anything wrong. They actually did a lot right. So then we'll move on. And, well, they, they got lucky. Yeah, they did. Sure. All right. So let's quickly run through the first few picks. So, you know, I say that they got lucky, but they could have fucked it up anyway, right? Oh, I mean, it, it could have been right there for them. Right. And, and they could have shit the bed. Yeah. And, you know, in the pre production meeting, I told you this. That's right. Um, everything in the world. Sorry. And before, I mean, we're going to start with number one and move all the way down. Yep. But I'm going to say this now that everything in the world would have said the Bears won't draft a black quarterback. Well, not only that, but the Bears won't. They're going to draft the 20. Correct. Not that they won't draft the black quarterback. I mean, this is a team that had Vince Evans, brother. Yes. They were a dynamic franchise before all this. Yes, but I'm not buying that after what we saw last time. All right. I'm just saying. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm going to trade up to get a kid that played, what, 13 games? <laughs> and is. That's white? Correct. Yeah. Not wrong. So, NFL first round. We got Trevor Lawrence drafted first by the Jags. Uh, no surprise there at all. Right? Second pick was the Jet. They traded their quarterback, so uh, they kind of needed one and got one in Zach Wilson. Yes. Uh, then the this is where the interesting things happened. Three Niners. Everybody said for two weeks that they did. it was going to be Justin Fields, Justin Fields, Justin Fields. Because John Lynch wanted you to think that it was going to be Mac Jones and or. Right. Justin Fields. And he took neither. He took Trey Lance. He took neither. Uh, from FCS Powerhouse. Right. And they are a powerhouse. To be fair. To the, be bi f- the bison. To be fair. Oh. Uh, the bison are a powerhouse. Yeah, they are. Uh, Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State. Then we're at four for the Falcon. Maybe draft Matt Ryan's replacement. Maybe because he's getting older. Yeah, you know what? And you're like, you know what? I bet the the Falcons would have gone to him and said, "Hey, buddy, um, how much longer do you think? Yeah, right. <laughs> what do you got in the tank, buddy? Yeah, is this the year that we draft a quarterback to kind of be your heir apparent, or you know, whatever? I mean, it's or all do, or it's all about communication, or and it, exactly co- co- coordination. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. they they took uh, a tight end. They took Kyle oh, Pitts. Oh, yeah. From Florida to give Matt Ryan another weapon, to be fair. To be fair. And the dude's a beast. Right? Like, I would hope to have Kyle Pitts on my team in the first round. Yeah. I mean, are we going to say Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez? Yeah. Uh, I mean, are, are we? Jimmy Graham? Or Jimmy Graham. Jimmy okay. Graham, Saints Jimmy Graham? Sure, sure. Probably, yeah. Right. Who's really a wide receiver. Correct. In a, in a, yes. In a lineman really body. Correct. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dolphins pick next. Um, they need to get two of some weapons. Yeah. So they did, and they got Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. No relation. Who is slight? He is slight of body. No relation. Uh, no relation. Uh, then the Lions, who just traded for a quarterback. 
De Leon. You know they had a really good quarterback. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> Time for him to move on. I agree. Uh, they got uh, Penny Sewell from Oregon. Yeah. Uh, the top-rated tackle in the draft to protect Mr. Goff. Sure. Who needed some protection. He does. And then we're now this is where the uh, plot thickens. It does. We're at nine. Niner. Belonging to the Denver Bronco. Yeah. Now, the Broncos, uh, they have Locke, Drew Locke, right? They do. They traded for Teddy Bridgewater. They do. But rumor, the two days going into the draft, and we'll get to this later, was that they're going to trade for A-Rod. Correct. Aaron it was a done deal. According, according, to Stink. according to Stink. According to Mark Schlereth. Mark Schlereth. Stink. Yes. Uh they went defense, Jay. They went Patrick Sertain, the second cornerback, Alabama. And as a defensive coach. Yeah. I think Vic had a little say in it. He I think. said he said that's the best player on the board for my defense. Yeah. However. However. They already have Kyle Fuller. They traded for Kyle Fuller, yes. For a year. Correct. Yeah. So, you know the heir apparent to Kyle Fuller? Maybe. Already? Perhaps. Before the season starts. I mean, all we know no no no. All, all we know I'm is that kidding, Vic kidding, made kidding. Kyle Fuller Kyle Fuller. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy was a bust for two years before Vic got here. Yeah, you're not wrong. Okay. And then Dallas. Oh no, I'll tell you back. Eagles. Dallas's pick. Correct. To be fair. Eagles traded up. Yep. And then you're like, oh shit. What are they doing? Why do they trade it up? Exactly. Uh to get Devonta Smith, wide receiver Alabama. And I'm like, okay. Na, na, na. So now we're at eleven to the giant. Yes. And I'm I'm sitting in class, of course, paying attention. Now we know I got a final coming up. We know the right? giant, the giant do not need a quarterback. The gigante. They do not El Gigantes. Correct. They do not need a quarterback. Nope. And I'm like, all right, well, let's see what happens. And all of a sudden, and then Brad Bigsy breaks the news, way the news be- on the Twitter before the news comes. I'm on sitting TV. there and I'm all excited, right? Because yeah. I'm keeping an eye on the draft, and I see, uh, you know, pick in on the on the clock, right? And the on the clock is over. Yep, and they're still on the clock. Correct. And I'm like, something's fucking going on. Correct. And, and the, now Joey says, so the Bears traded up. Let me find my notes. Where are my notes? I have notes for these things. I spent hours you do. doing this. Where right. it is. Here it is. So the Bears dealt their 20 pick mm-hmm. along with a 2022 first round pick, mm-hmm. 2022 fourth round pick. Correct. And a 2021, so later in this draft, fifth round pick. Right. To move up to the 11 spot. To get to take Justin Fields, and when this happened, when Big Z said they traded up, I'm, 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 I'm messaging guys at work like, please be Fields, please be Fields. Everybody Fields. in the world was a coin flip of Mac Jones or Justin Fields. Yep. And in my heart of hearts, yeah. I thought the Bears were going to fuck this up again and take and Mac take Jones. Mac Jones, and they didn't. Nope, they did not. Um, let's. Finish off the rest of the draft, then we'll get to the rest of the Bears draft. Please do. The rest of the first round, I should say. Yeah. Uh, 12 to the Cowboys. Micah Parsons, linebacker, Penn State. Chargers take a uh, offensive lineman, the best, the second best tackle. Uh, Rashawn Slater, the guy from Northwestern. Yeah, it was Sewell, uh, Sewell Slater yeah. as the two best. And then tackle. the Jet take Vera Tucker, offensive lineman, USC. Then we get to 15. And the Patriots take Mac Jones, there he quarterback. Is. And I think from what Belichick is saying, this was the guy they want all along. Yeah, whatever. They kind of figured he was going to make his way down the list, uh-huh. maybe, which I find hard to believe. How great was his face? I know, right? When he got picked, it was like. Oh, Mac Jones walked with a purpose. He's like, fuck this. I can't believe I sat in front of this camera for 14 fucking picks and I got. Brr. It was like, yeah, it was like yeah. they told him he had cancer. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? His face. Uh, Arizona picks next. Zavin Collins, linebacker Tulsa, who won the Lombardi Award last year hmm. um, as FBS's top defensive player. Wow. Yeah, man. Uh, Ra- 
you readers. Take um, uh, Alex Leatherwood, tackle from Alabama. Yeah. To, to protect. protect Mr. Carr. Yeah. Oldie. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins then have the 18th pick. That was a normal uh, first-round pick. They take Jalen Phillips, defensive end Miami. So he nice. stays in the U. Edger. Uh, then the Washington football team. This was a, a source of contention when it happened, but in hindsight, Matthew Barry. Do you know Matthew Barry? I do. Fantasy guy from ESPN. Correct. Uh, he He's a Washington fan. <laughs> he could I'm not sorry. have been happier about right? this pick. Well, he grew up in Virginia. I think, yeah, so. okay. Uh, Jamin Davis, linebacker, Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, then with the 20 pick where the Bears were supposed to pick. Yes. The Giants took Kadarius Toney, wide receiver from Florida, who's a playmaker um, to a certain extent. Yeah. Bit small. I was little just going to say, I didn't think he, yes. Very fast, however, but kind of undersized. Uh, the Colts are at 21. They take Quiddy Payne, defensive end from Michigan. So he should have showed up wearing khakis, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, well Titans, Titans at 22 took Caleb Farley, cornerback from Virginia Tech. The Vikings had the next pick, and you're going to tell me Mr. Vikings' reaction to this. I am. They took Christian Derrissaw, offensive tackle, Virginia Tech. Yes. He was extremely happy. There was talk. And they, they wait, they traded down. They did. And yeah. they still got the guy they wanted. Correct. And so the thing is, apparently a, a the Vikings tried to trade up. The rumor, the story afterwards, right? Afterwards is all afterwards, right? Right. The talk afterwards was that the Vikings tried to trade up to get fields, and they couldn't do it. Really? Yeah. Ooh. That's the talk. All right. Well, when Mr. Viking was afraid they were going to get stuck with I mean, when you, when you have Kirk Cousins, who's yeah. at this point probably an average NFL quarterback. Yeah. I get it. Sure. Um, but serviceable and good for another yeah, year suck, or two. But just like, right? It's like, man. And, and sorry, Coach. I mean. The Steeler. I know he's a next. Hawkeye. So. Sorry, Coach. Yeah. Uh, the Steeler picked next. Yeah. Their running game was horrible. All last two years has been just trash. Right. <clears throat> Ever since Bell first had his weed thing and then right. he got traded or whatever. You know what, though? In defense of the Steelers. Yeah. Has Le'Veon done anything anywhere else? No. That'd be Nothing. negatory. Negatory. Uh, they took Najee Harris, running back Alabama. Great pick for them. Well played. Um, when you're at 24 and you get the top running back in the draft. Sure. That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, so the 25th pick was the Jag. Again, they came back. They had the Rams pick from the, uh, uh, the DB. I can't remember his name. That trade. When they traded for... Uh, the Rams DB. I'll look at a player. But anyway. There you go. Travis yep. Etienne, running back. Yeah. Clemson. So Trevor Lawrence gets his running back. Yes. That he played with his uh, whole career. So. so there you go. Yep. Uh, so now we're at the end of the draft, end of the first round. Browns at 26 take Greg Newsom, the second cornerback from Northwest. Northwestern had two first round picks, Jay. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. Uh, the Ravens got a, another weapon on offense. Rashad Bateman, wide receiver from the Gopher. Oof. Yeah, want, you know, Mr. Viking was a huge fan of this kid. I'm not surprised, being yeah. that he's a gopher. Right. Uh, the Saints come back and get defensive end Peyton Turner from Houston. Okay. <laughs> 29, Green Bay Packers. Oh. <laughs> We're going to get to this in a minute. We are going to get to this in a minute. <laughs> uh, Eric Stokes, cornerback. Oh, wait, wait. I'm not sorry. quarterback, cornerback. I'm, I'm so, Okay. Georgia. Right. Uh, the Bill, Bill's Mafia. You get a new defensive end, Gregory Gregory Rousseau from Miami. Okay. Uh, the Ravens had the Chefs pick, and they took Jason Owe, defensive end, Penn State. And then last pick, Tampa Bay Super Bowl champion, take Joe Tyron, linebacker from Washington. Washington. Oh, okay. So let's get the Packers. <laughs> right. Well, before we get to there, All let's right. talk about the the Super Bowl champions. Sure. They brought back everyone. Uh, all 22 starters from the Super Bowl will be on the opening day. Right? And that's never happened. Ever. Ever. It's never happened. Um, I'm guessing because most of them will be coming back on a one-year deal. <laughs> I mean, they're all under contract already. Right. No, no, no. But I mean, like, 
Gronk was like on a one year deal, I thought. I think it was one an option, maybe. Yeah, and then, mean, like Brady was one in an option. Yeah, maybe. I so Yeah, I mean I mean I, there's I, a lot of them. All I know is all twenty two guys from the Super Bowl team are coming back. And that's never happened. Never ever in the history of the NFL. That's never happened. Did they repeat? I don't think so. I can't imagine. No. But um I mean, I've learned my lesson. I'm not betting against Tom you don't Brady. Bet against, you don't bet against the GOAT. After I got my ass beat in the Super Bowl, right? I'm, I'm not betting against Tom Brady. Right? Nope. Yeah, but we- I don't care what their record we is. We used to not <laughs> bet against Pat Mahomes, right? I mean- uh, He's uh, another guy you don't bet against. Correct. I mean, they, you just, just add don't. him to the list. Yep. Just fucking add him to the list. Put him on the list. So, A-Rod. Yes. Um, there's been all kinds of talk, right? Well, well, here's the hook. Yeah. What I heard was Shefty had this- info for a long time yeah that's what the way it's come out the end of last season yeah 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 yeah. and then he decided to just like open it it, eat it on draft day draft day because i mean it's that's the time to open it right pretty much if you're gonna it's gonna be a big fucking deal if you're gonna make the beehive go right that's gonna be the way to do it hit it with a stick yeah fucking a right yeah so they um uh, he reported, for those of you who don't already know, I mean, this is two weeks old, uh, that A-Rod wanted out of Green Bay. He's done. There was talk he's going to get traded to the Broncos on draft day. That didn't happen. Uh, uh, San Francisco supposedly made a huge play, yeah, and, maybe. and the Packers said, uh, We're not no. trading. And to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, if you're the Packers, why would you? Right. Why would you trade No, him? there is absolutely no... There's no... Nope. It would take a Herschel Walker-level trade. Right. Right? For that to happen. Correct. And no... And no NFL, every NFL team has learned their lesson from that they trade. They sure have. We're not doing that trade no. again. <laughs> no, because what it took to get that, you lose. You created an entire Super Bowl team in Dallas. And you lose. And you're fucked. Yes. The Vikings are fucked. Cowboys won two Super Bowls. Yes. I think, right? Two? Was Correct. It two? Yeah. Yeah. At least. Um Bears weren't done in round one, Jay. Right, but before we get on to okay. that, All right. I just I want to sit around with with the Rogers talk. Okay. Great. And um fuck the Packers or no? Well, yeah. Okay. Twice and three times on oh, Sunday. Oh, the entire bad. But yeah. We talked before about communication. Yes. And we talked about um Matt Ryan and yeah. uh right. you know, he's got like a year or two left, right? And probably he's got a couple years in the tank. Sure. Sure. Um as long as they take care of him. And this draft was pretty thin after the first two rounds. Yes. That's o- that's over, the that's o- the story is overall. That it was a pretty flat draft. Right. Yeah. So you you know you talk to your guy you say hey what do you think blah blah this that and the other thing right um we talked about Aaron Rodgers yep which is going to be a first ballot hall of famer in Canton oh i easily easily as much as i fucking hate him right yeah, no, 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 no no i respect no, no. him agree yeah he's a first ballot hall of famer without question so in the last 11 years yeah the Packers have drafted one <laughs> offensive player, which is which is what I pointed to in the draft part. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They one drafted up, yeah one offensive player, and it first, was a, in the first round. And it was a quarterback in the first round. Yes. Yeah, it's Justin Love was a, Jordan, Jordan Love. Love sorry, Jordan and correct. Uh, Aaron Rodgers found out about it while he was when on, they made it while he was on someone's radio show. <laughs> Like live. Was it Pat McAfee's show? Because that would be great. It, I think it might have been. Uh, Pat McAfee's my guy. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. No. Anyway, so he was on the radio talking to somebody, and they're like, hey, did you know the Packers just took a uh, quarterback in the first round? Click. <laughs> no, he was like totally cool with it. I mean, he like he played it off like a professional. Yeah, but. But are you fucking kidding me you with can't this get nonsense? Him, you can't get him a wide receiver? You can't get him a, you can't a running a, back, a lineman. Uh, tight end, anything? anything. Nothing anything? in the first round. You're just going to draft nothing. another defensive player. Sure. When he, clearly he's pissed. Correct. Clearly he, look, we're not talking about fucking Trubisky. No. Or even like, you know, fucking, I don't know, Cam Newton now. Sure. Right? No. Not Cam Newton then, but Cam no, Newton no, now. Yeah, yeah, We're not talking these guys. Right, right. We're talking no. Aaron fucking Rodgers. Right. 
And if he, that guy says, give me a wide receiver, hey, you get him a wide receiver. Yeah, and not only wasn't it get me a little help, it was, hey, uh, Jordy Nelson, he's done. He's out. Right. See ya. Um, and there was a couple other guys that he liked that they cut. Yeah. Yes. I And it's like, are you fucking? And, right. Oh, okay. So here's the deal, though. Um, the big fight uh, with uh, the Yackers this week was Cap was all, well, you can't let the inmates run the asylum. Right. He's not wrong. Right. No. But when but, the inmate is Aaron Rodgers, and, it's like having fucking Kingpin and in the fucking... Right, and that and that was the exact argument that everybody made was, hey, if you've got a first ballot Hall of Famer that comes to you and says, "Look, I need some help," hey, look, Superman, right? The original, the original Superman with Christopher Reeve, right? Oh. Gene Hackman, Lex Luthor, right? Wow, runs the gig from the prison. <laughs> so don't tell me the inmates can't run the asylum. No, I no, I hear you. I hear you. I'm just kidding. No, 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 I, I'm with you 100%. But what I'm saying is, yeah, it's not it's not Andy Dalton, right? Right. Going no. to you and Correct. saying, hey, I'm fucking walking if I don't get if whatever. Don't blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Correct. No, I mean, this guy, this is it. This is your franchise. He's a Hall of Famer. Correct. He's the MVP. He was an MVP two years ago. Right. And, uh, and you know what? If you don't feel... That he's the future for you? Then trade him. That is absolutely fine. Right. Get rid of him. But you know what? Before you draft a quarterback <laughs> in the first round, maybe hit him up. Just let him know. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. You know? Right? I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and Favre came out this week and said the same thing pretty much happened to him. What happened, uh, what he said was Rogers, Rogers' comments that Schefter took and saved to drop the bomb on draft right. day. Right. Was after a loss, you know, in the champ, it was the championship game. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Prior to going to the Super Bowl, so um, and Favre said, "Look, same thing happened to me." They asked me how I was feeling after the game, whatever, whatever, blah blah blah. Right, and he goes, "That's the last thing I was thinking about." No. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to play anymore. Right. I didn't, you know, I had no idea who they were going to keep, if they could keep me, whatever, blah blah. And he goes. It's not fair to ask somebody that then. No, right. It's it's certainly not. Right? It really isn't. Right? To be fair. Yeah. It really isn't. It really isn't. And so, you know, it kind of got lost. When he first said it, everybody's like, okay, right. Everybody, know, like, oh, my God, he wants that guy back. No, 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 no. They were, they were like, you know what? He just lost this game. Whatever. Right. Everything's fine. Oh, no, no worries. We're talking about Favre. No, no, I think we're talking about both of them. Okay, at at the exact time that that it happened. Okay, but the bomb dropping on draft day, sure, just fucking it was the fart, and then, uh, oh, maybe he wants to go to Hollywood. Maybe he wants to do Jeopardy. Maybe he He wants to play football, right? For a winning franchise, that's what he wants. For I'm going to say two more years, at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brady's an anomaly. He kind of is. He's the, a fucking he's freak. The outlier. He's the outlier. Yeah, right? But I, I think I think Rodgers has one or two more good years in him. At least. At least. So um, so back to the Bears. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Round two. So round two comes, and we're like, okay, they're just going to pick their pick. Whoever they get, great. Sure. You know, fine, whatever. They trade up. <laughs> Again, kudos to – look. You can dog Ryan Pace and, and everything that's happened up to now. But he took care of business in this draft, and we'll get to this trade in a minute. The Bears dealt their second-round pick, their third-round pick, and their sixth-round pick from this year to Carolina to move up uh, to get their pick this year, and the and they got the Panthers' fifth-round pick this year. And with that pick, they took Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle, Oklahoma State. Who was going to be... A lot of people said that he was going to be the Bears pick at 20. Mm-hmm. That he was going to be their guy mm-hmm. at 20. Mm-hmm. And they got him trading up in the second round. Now, the dude, from all the tape I've seen. I've watched a lot of it. He's a beast. <laughs> he's Are like, you shitting me? He is. His fucking feet. And it's not even that. 
It's the attitude. And the desire. Right. The attitude. Yeah, man. Right? Like the want. Yes. He wants to take his guy that he has yeah. and put him six feet in the in fucking the ground. dirt. And then do it again. Yeah. Knock his dick in the dirt again and right. again and again. And that's his attitude. And that line needs it. You know And what? to be fair, two days after the draft, who is no longer on the team? Yeah. Charles Leno Jr. He was waived. Cut. Yes, Cut. sir. Saved. Yeah. Uh, I've seen report. The, the math I did was $6 million, but it apparently yeah. saved $9 million. I don't know. It's after June 1st, so maybe there was something on June 1st that yeah. has to happen. Whatever. This guy's a fucking beast, man. Yeah. This guy's an ass kicker, no, which is he, what you need. You know what, though? If you, when you watch him interviewed, have you, did, have you seen that? Yeah. I mean- he looks like a sweet guy. He kind of does. He looks like <laughs> right? a nice dude. But you know what's cool, though, is there are some... He's even that, got a little lazy eye action going you on. You know, but there is like a... There's a rare... There's a rare, rare group of folks that can flip the switch. Oh, yeah. Right? It's And, and it's, he looks like a guy that isn't going to beat his wife because he's gonna he, wants to, he wants to, you know, not... Doesn't wanna, right. Doesn't want to kill a fly. No. In person. Right. But once you get on that field, man, oh, it's like and and watching it, I mean, he's I, brutalized. I, I went, I like, went on YouTube. I felt bad for him. I felt bad for the horse. And there was <laughs> there was somebody, there was somebody that broke down all of his plays for one game, and I sat there and I watched him. And this this kid doesn't take plays off. Nope. He no, uh, not at all. And like he he'll check his guy, and then move out and like trying to help like more of the play yeah yes right yeah i mean it's yep. and there were a couple of stunts that they had where like he got it like appeared that he got beat right and then but that was it was all designed for him Correct. to roll out yep. and oh dude and brutalize a db yes. or whatever yeah oh yeah, and yeah. just like yeah plant the kid i mean the dude's six five and oh almost 320 or something yeah and i know the coach talked about that oh, um you know, as much as he loved Fields, he loved getting this kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yes, it's it's enormous. Yeah, and then uh, so the Bears, the rest of the draft, and while Joe uh, goes through this, I'm going to take a leak. <laughs> uh, the Bears in round they lost their third round pick, lost their fourth round pick through trade. They get to the fifth round. They took Larry Borum, offensive tackle. Ooh, excuse me, Missouri, who is. Another hog. He's a big dude. Um, and the thing they're talking about is like Tevin Jenkins played both left and right tackle. He mainly played right tackle. Uh, there's talk of putting him at left tackle because he's that good. And Borum can play the right tackle, which would be great. Uh, it's a fifth-round pick. That'd be fantastic. Uh, the sixth-round pick, pick 217. They took running back Kyle Herbert, Virginia Tech. Then... Uh, also in round six, they had three sixth-round picks. They took Daz Newsom, wide receiver, North Carolina, then took cornerback Thomas Graham Jr. from Oregon, which was a big steal, according to uh, Pro Football Focus. And then round seven, they took Kyrie Tonga, who was best described as a big body. <laughs> he took up space. That's all I heard. Um, so this is straight from Pro Football Focus. Uh, they broke down day one, day two, and day three. Uh, day one, the Bears underwhelmed when they settled for Andy Dalton earlier in the offseason, but they redressed the situation with an aggressive move for Justin Fields, the number three player on PFF's big board. Fields has a special talent in back-to-back seasons of 91-plus PFF grade. His ceiling is as high as any passer in this draft, and he's a real threat in the run game. So that's day one. Obviously, it was just the first round. Day two, buried in the celebrations of Chicago selecting quarterback Justin Fields was the state of the team's offensive line on paper, but the Bears are making a major move to address that with a trade up for Tevin Jenkins. One of the best run blockers in the draft, Jenkins also pass blocked well, but had an extremely limited number of true pass blocking plays to judge from. Then on to day three, Thomas Graham Jr. opted out of the 2020 season because of COVID, but it is surpri- still surprising to see him drop this far, given that he has three seasons of quality play as a starter on tape. He earned an 80-plus PFF grades in each of the 28 and 2019 seasons for Oregon and has a versatile scheme-diverse skill set. Uh, 
draft grade from PFF for the Bears, A+. Plus. A+. Plus. <laughs> and if they're going to say that, who would have fucking thought? Right? I know. Going yeah. into this? Yeah. I'm like, uh, it was all doom and gloom and me, me, me. We're going to draft a guy and they're yeah. going to do that. And, and fucking Pace and Nagy. Although, yeah. you know what? The speculation that they had more than one year to work with uh, is proven true. Way out there. Sure seems it prove it's proven right? true. Uh PFF had an article about the biggest steals in the draft. The number one biggest steal in the draft, Justin Fields, Chicago Bears. Uh, and here's what they said. It wasn't a dream, Chicago. The Bears actually made a power play and traded up from number twenty to number eleven to draft Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields, PFF's third-ranked prospect in the class, and the fifth-best prospect PFF has ever evaluated. <laughs> ever. Wow. <laughs> wow. Fields should have been San Francisco Niners pick at three, but then he was inexplicably passed over by many other quarterback-needy teams. Bears general manager Ryan Pace took advantage of the mistakes of others and finally got the Windy City the franchise quarterback it has been longing for. Wow. According to PFF's win up wins above average metric, Fields has been the most valuable quarterback in college football over the last two seasons. Wow. He made plays both through the air and on the ground, posting a PFF grade of ninety one and a half in twenty nineteen and ninety three and a half in twenty twenty, both of which were top five marks among FBS quarterbacks. He holds on to the ball too long against blitzes and does take more sacks than one would like, but his arm talent, accuracy, athleticism, judgment, and rushing ability are extraordinary. And Field, uh, hmm? Fields may already be the best quarterback this franchise has ever had, <laughs> and we haven't even seen him play up, make a play on Soldier Field yet. Cheers to you, Bears fans. The wait is finally over. Outstanding. Okay, so we talked about this before. Yeah. It was um, like, what? What were the top five Bears quarterbacks? Uh, it was like I don't know, Cutler, Kramer, Sid Luckman, uh, the, the Jim Miller. The fact that uh, Russell would come here was like number four, <laughs> right? 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 So I mean, Justin Russell Fields, Wilson as a idea. Yes. Yeah. So 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 Justin yes. Fields at number five doesn't feel like like that much of a stretch. No, not really. Not at all. <laughs> oh man. So uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Bear, the schedule comes out in a couple weeks, and it should be favorable because they were the seventeenth game. They weren't great. The Bears are playing in Vegas this year, by the way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I'll let you know that. Darn it. Bears at uh, Allegiant Stadium. And by the time the game, we might be 100% you know, percent capacity. I mean. I mean, that, I mean, Vegas may go 100% capacity soon. Yeah, like tomorrow. Yeah. Because they're Vegas. Fuck people. That's right. That's right. Uh, Jay, do you want to talk about your beloved? I could. The Cub? I, w- I, I would like to talk about my beloved a little bit. Um. Yeah. So, um, the uh, cops. Sure. The kids. Um. Three weeks ago. I mean, we. It's been two weeks since we've been able to talk to you together. Hello. Sure. Um. They were pitiful. They were absolutely dog shit. They were horrible. There was nothing that was going to bring the Cubs back. They couldn't hit. Um, I might have been a little romantic about uh, the Cubs starting pitching. Coach reached out and said, "Hey, go fuck yourself." Uh, they're not, they're not getting it done. I mean, Hendricks obviously had some bumpy rides, but other than that, I thought, you know, hey, we're you know we're getting through. We're getting, you know, whatever. But you got to hit. So, um, we lose. We get swept by the Braves in Atlanta, which I, you know, that was almost my give up point. I was, I almost wanted to throw my hands up and say, what the fuck? This is just wrong. And um, the best part of that series, 
uh, as the Cubs were getting pantsed and fisted by the Braves, Anthony Rizzo goes to the mound uh, to just clean up a fucking game because, Jesus, you have to, right? So he's pitching nobody. Just telling me right now. Right? Yeah, nobody. Yeah. yeah. So he's facing his friend, one Frederick Freeman. It could be Frederick Freeman. It could honest. be Frederick Freeman. Right? And it would be the NL MVP. It would be. And uh, he strikes him out. <laughs> he does. And you know what? The next day, I was happy all day because of that. Yeah. And then I thought, if I'm happy because of that, my team sucks ass. <laughs> You're terrible. That's true. They that's, are that's garbage. Right. They are and, hot garbage. Uh, anyway, so not they, great. No, not great. So they come home, and um, I get to see a bearded Mark Pryor come out yeah. as a pitching coach for the Doyer. Yeah, he's Los Doyer. He's the pitching coach for the Dodgers. Yes, and... Lots of simulated games. Lots of towels. I'm sure. A lot yeah, of, yeah, a lot yeah. Of, yeah, a lot of heavy towels yep. thrown. Yep. Um, I don't want to make any... any. I don't want to make light of anybody's shoulder problems, but uh. this fucking guy, uh. I'm gonna. Uh. So, uh, the fact that Hall of Famer uh, Clayton Kershaw... Yeah. Maybe Trevor Bauer. <laughs> and then Trevor really uh, good. right? Yeah, he's and really good. I, yeah. And then uh it was Wheeler, right? Was he the third one? You no, for the Dodger? Yeah. No, I think it's uh Urias, right? No, I whatever. Anyway, um all starting all three starting pitchers lost to the Cubs. <laughs> So anytime that Wait, the bearded, anytime that Mark Pryor walked out to the mound, they bowed at the feet of the might of the Cubs. Yeah, is what you're telling. Right. Me. right. That, that's what I'm saying. That's what I hope. Is about. No, that's I'm, what not. I'm taking. I'm not I'm taking that. because I'm just, the I'm question to the kids out there, yeah. is does that mean anything to you? And to me, it means jack shit. Yeah, I mean, like, look, we talked about this in the pre-production meeting. Like, yeah, like I mean, the Cubs have won five games in a row. There are stretches, and I wanna, I wanna go outside and be like, "Who gives a fuck?" There are stretches where teams will win X amount of games in a row. Yeah, despite the opponent they're playing, just kind of that's how it works out. Dick nuts. That's right. So the yeah. Cubs in the last two weeks they're six and seven, right? Yeah. Um, but to be fair, they're to be fair. They're over 500 right now. They lo- well, they lost the first five in that stretch. They did. So in, in two weeks, they were six and seven, but they lost five, and then they're six and two since the, those five straight losses. Yeah. Chris Bryant has tore it up. Yeah. He went from batting like 196 to 310. I mean, currently he's hitting, or uh, coming into today, mm-hmm. the last, I should say the last two weeks. Sure. 47 at bats. He hit. His slash line is 298, 377, 681. Okay. Four homers, 10 RBIs, eight runs scored, and he's actually played center field. Correct. And crazy. What, what I'd like to say about this is yeah. apparently the reason for this uh-huh. is that he's healthy. Yes. And his old man, who was his hitting coach from the time he was four, yeah, uh, got him to stop swinging up. Good. And, I mean... We can talk about this as soon as we get done with the beloved, mm-hmm. my beloved. Sure. Um, but the number of no hitters. Oh, we'll get to that. We will. It's coming. But go ahead. It's coming. Uh, a surprise point for the Cub, Matt Duffy. Yeah. Uh, 35 at bats in the last two weeks, 343, 442. What do you freaking do? That's right. His slugging's only 400. Uh, no home runs, only three RBIs, but he scored nine runs. Yeah. So he's getting on base and no errors at third base. He's been playing third base the entire time. Yeah, and uh, he got the uh, winning hit today. Yeah, he did. Um, coming into today, the 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 Cubs in starter ERA in the National League, dead last. That's right, 5.28. Trash. Yikes. Um, and then hitting wise, mm-hmm. they're thirteen and then thirteenth in the National League with a two. Let me hold on. A number two. Where is it? There it is. Two twenty six coming into today. But to be fair, 
To be fair. To be fair. The leader in the National League is hitting 248. Yeah, so the National League sucks balls. National League, nobody's hitting in the National nope. League. Nope. No one. And can we talk about the sticky stuff? Yeah. All the sticky stuff. All of it. Well, let's get to the uh, let's get to the no hitter part first. Sure. I'm ten years old, but I'll beat your ass. You will. Mm-hmm. That's right. So coming into today, there have been four no hitters this season already. <laughs> already, Joe Musgrove, Carlos Rodon, uh, John Means, and last night Wade Miley. Thirty thirty games, four <laughs> yeah, no hitters. Like thirty, like three five weeks of the season. Almost, right. and there there could have been two perfectos. There should have been a fifth no hitter by Bumgarner, but he only pitched seven innings. But according to the coach, it should be a no hitter. It counts. I'm not saying it doesn't because nope. it's not like they get paid less money for pitching. And the league decided that that's a legit game. Correct. So it should be a no hitter. So, so we're gonna it. go five. We're gonna we go. Are. Five. We're, we're gonna, gonna go say five. five. Suck it. Uh, Take that. So here are the number of no hitters spread out over the last five years. Twenty twenty last year two. Both done by Chicago teams, my friend. That's right, my uh, friend. Lucas Giolito and Alec Mills. Uh, in 2019, there were four, <laughs> but only one by a single pitcher. That was Mike Fires, 2019. Oh, but he's 20- got the nice beard. 2018, there were three. Uh, one was a team effort, two single pitcher, Sean Manaya and James Paxton. 2017, there was one, Edison Volquez. In 2016, there was one, Jake Arrieta. <laughs> I am Cornholio. Yeah. I need pee for my bunghole. That's <laughs> the top five teams with the most no hitters in franchise history. Who do you think is number one, Jay? Who has had the most no hitters in franchise or in baseball history in terms of a franchise? Sandy Koufax. Uh, you're correct. He paid, played for the Dodgers. Dodgers have had 26 no hitters. Wow. 26. You asked for the franchise. Nah, that's great. <laughs> uh, uh, the uh, the second place team may surprise you. All right. Chicago White Sox with 20 no hitters. Correct. Third place are the Red Sox with 18, and then Giants, Cubs, and Reds are tied with 17. Hmm. Who's the top team that has been no hit? So the number of no hitters against. How many? What's the What's the franchise with the most? The Royal. It's the Dodgers. Damn. <laughs> 19 against. They're tied with the Phillies for first. Wow. The Braves are, are, are second or third, however you want to phrase it, with 17. Giants have been uh, 16, and the Orioles have been no-hit 15. And just to stab the knife deeper in, the Indians have been no-hit twice this season in five weeks. So take that. <laughs> Get some. Tito. Yeah. Speaking of the White Sox. Yeah, man. First place, White Sox, buddy. You're damn right. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, They were tied with the Royal. I think it's actual tape of Tony LaRusso. Oh, TLR. They were. Yeah. They were tied with the Royal. But a big 3 nothing win last night. First place by themselves, baby. Take it. Louis Robert, dead. Yes. Baseball dead Baseball for three dead. Um, Look at that lineup that they throw out every week, and you kind of throw up in your mouth a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. They're first in batting average. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Or actually, they're fourth in batting average. They lead the league in on-base percent. Mm-hmm. Dead last in home runs. They have hit 26 home Lucky. runs. Lucky. Yes. Correct. But if you want to paint the White Sox picture or the picture, you have to include the White Sox starting pitchers. Yeah, um, they have a team ERA of three point two four, best in the American League. Yeah. Starting pitching ERA two point seven seven. Second place was three point five nine coming into today. Wow, I mean, this starting pitching has been, and that's Giolito struggling a bit. Right, he's had one be- real bad outing, one nah outing, and the rest have been okay. And then one Tony, yeah, yeah, Tony, which we can get to. Yeah, that's going to be yeah. Um, but Lance God Lynn, damn it! Who the hell drove my box? So we're just done with phrasing, right? That's, that's not right. a thing anymore. Nope, not anymore. Um, 
Lance Lynn's been great. Yeah. Carlos Rodon has been hard Carl. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> my guy. It always makes you laugh. That's uh, my guy. Has been lights out, obviously. Uh, Dylan Cease, the last couple outings have been lights out. Um, this team's really coming together. They need to score more runs, so they need more home runs. Um, and it doesn't help your manager is oh. fucking things up left and right. All right, here we are. So, so we're going to go here. Yeah, we're going to go here now. The okay. Reds game, right? Yep. So there's a rule in the National League. If it goes to extra innings and the spot. Now, the rule of baseball is runner placement is the last out of the last inning. Correct. Right? But in the National League, they made an addendum to that is that if the last out is the pitcher spot, you can take the out before it. Feeling stupid? I know I am. Right? Yeah. So it should have been Jose Abreu yep. out there for Correct. the sock at second base. Yes. However, they come back, yes. from, they come back from commercial, and it's Liam Hendricks. <laughs> I'm sorry? What? No. I'm, I, Feeling I, stupid? I know. Liam Hendricks. I know I heard that wrong because that's your closer. No, it's Liam Hendricks. Yep. No. It's, no. No. It, what? And then, wait, gets better. Nope. Post-game press conference. Yeah. Tony tries to play it off, right? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Tony tries to play it off. He's like, well, you know. And the guy reads him the rule from his phone. To his face. <laughs> to his face. Yeah. Like, yeah, we didn't know that. Yeah. that And that was the part that was most disturbing. And to be fair, to be fair, uh, it's a National League rule. He's right. an American League manager. Yeah. However, going in, yeah. you should probably know that. Well, that should be a thing you should probably know. Not you, per se. Somebody on your fucking team, per Somebody, se. Somebody's got to tap you on the shoulder and go. Yeah, man. So there's that. Jerry Naren, yeah. uh, you know, pitch, Ethan Katz, a pitching. Somebody's got to come to you and go, right. bro, 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 bro. I don't, Why I, is he out here? Yeah. He can't, and I don't, I don't want to give uh, kudos to the little guy. Jesse Rogers, that little guy. Yeah. Anyway, so he reached out to uh, like six different managers in the AL and the NL. A few of them said they didn't know the rule. Correct. Yeah. And you know what? I'm cool with that. But what I heard that made my head spin three times, <laughs> yeah, like fucking Exorcist style, was the Royals. Employ yeah. Yeah. a third party company. Company? Two. Is that us? No. I don't think so. I wish it would. That would be great. Thank right? Yeah. Anyway, but. It ain't us. Yeah, no, they pay a third party company to look at these rules. To make sure that and they give the manager a sheet and go. Or, or send them to everybody. Right. And say, look, this is a this is a thing. Right. And they do it because rules change so much. Oh, sure. Especially given the right restrictions and everything else this yeah. year. Is you know out. what? And if you're a team and you pay ten grand for that a year, great. Yeah. For sure. And but the Royals were the only ones I heard that did it. Yeah. And no I don't hear anybody else doing it. No. No, not at all. So what you're we right. ta- what we talked about was Tony losing between three and five games out of thirty. And um, and I told you if my manager is responsible for ten percent of my losses, he can't be the manager. No, I mean over a season that's sixteen losses, right? No, <laughs> that's un- that's impossible. Yes, that's, you can't have it. That's correct. So let's finish up baseball real quick. Yeah, let's man. Run, let's run through the standings. Sure, sure. First place teams and all that. Boston Red Sox are in first in the East, twenty and thirteen record. They are two and a half games up. This is coming into today uh, against the Rays. White Sox in first place, half game over the Tribe. Uh, the Oakland Athletics are up a game and a half on the Seattle Mariners in the AL West. Wow. I know. Neither of those teams. Nationally East, the Phillies first over the Met. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. That, they're all trash in that division. They're not great. Uh, Cardinals are up in first place, unfortunately, for you. No, whatever. And we watched Paul Goldschmidt hit one five kajillion feet today. It was 465. Uh, Yeah. That's but, one of the farthest home runs I've seen hit. A but gross. Day. It was 
Oh. It was gross. It was huge. Uh, Giants are up a game and a half on the Padres. Yeah, that's for our uh, Western yeah, Illinois yeah, correspondent. Yeah, and yeah, Mike Edwards. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah, good take for that. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, Jay, did you? Uh, <clears throat> hey, check out his uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, too. please do. Yeah, uh, man. Did you uh, call to talk about the boo? You know what? I didn't. They deserve about two minutes. Of our time. Yeah, but I, I, I will take that just because of the trade, and we thought there was going to be so much involved, and then Zach had to go on the COVID. Yeah, Zach and then, COVID. And, but now he's going to be able to come back early enough just to fuck the Bulls enough. Correct. Right. So go ahead. So the Bulls are not officially eliminated yet. Right. They are three back of the Wizard, who are in the 10th spot for the playing game with five games to play. So they're not officially eliminated yet. Yeah. Since the trade, the Bulls are nine and fifteen. But to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, Zach Levine dead for eleven of those twenty-four games. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, they're always trying to screw you, right? And always, always trying to screw. You. Exactly. And to be fair, I, no, we can't make any assessment of how they could have been because no, who knows? Who knows? I mean, come on. You throw two guys together and you're like, hey, you're gonna be like magic, right? Right, it, 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 it an off time. season, an off uh, next year, yes, for sure, yeah. Um, but they yeah. bring back Zach now, yeah. and he's gonna he's he might walk yeah. him into the playoffs, right? I mean the yeah. uh, play in the playing game, yeah. 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 Um, this note, this NBA note, I mm-hmm. wanted I wanted to throw in here. Yeah, um, right. Russell Westbrook, yes, became the first player ever in the history of the NBA. In a three-game span, in any three-game span in a row, three consecutive games, mm-hmm. to have 50 rebounds and 50 assists. Holy shit. First person ever. Holy shit. Yeah, right? That's crazy. 50 rebounds. 50. And 50 assists. And he's... In three games. And he's a... He's a guard. I was going to say that. He's like five, six, yeah. two, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 rebounds. Yep. So does that tell me how bad the Thunder is? Yeah. Yeah, or trash. okay, they're trash. Um, so I have notes today. Notes. Uh, my Hawks, man's got notes. My Blackhawks notes are eliminated. Period. Done. Period. And that's done. It. So that's it. That's my notes. yeah, man. <laughs> For the Hawks, eliminated. They're done. Yeah. Um, internet stuff. Jay, uh, I'll let you go first. No, no, no. You hit me with yours, okay. I'll man. go first. Uh, on the YouTube's, there is a channel called Random Golf Club Films. Uh, the host is Eric Anders Lang, is the gentleman's name. And he's awesome, right? He's okay. He's no, kind of, kind I of thought a tool. he was a douche. He's kind of a tool. Okay. Um, but, to be fair, uh, however, the videos he makes for YouTube are like mini movies. The production is incredible. Yeah, man. It is not about playing golf. Like, your swing, here's what you should do. It is not a how-to video. Yeah, no. By any stretch of the imagination. What it is, is more of him playing courses that most people don't get to play, and the um, ambience, I guess, is the way I'm looking for it. Okay. Playing these courses, the love for the course, the love for the game. When you play golf, there's a certain... You have to have a love for it to play it, to be fair, because why would you? If you right. <laughs> um. But these courses are amazing. The production's amazing. He's a pretty good interviewer. Um, as a person, he's not. I mean, as a as a, I shouldn't say as a person. He's like correct. a dick. He's kind of a dick. Okay, <laughs> but he's a great interviewer of uh, custodians of the game. Okay, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it does. And what I want to know is, it's kind of a POV of me playing these courses that I would never get to see. Yeah, it's it's somebody videoing yeah. him playing these courses. Yeah. But he's playing them with either his friends or he's playing them with custodians of the game kind okay. of thing. Sure. And it's it's him pointing out this is why this course is so great. Okay. This is why this course is cool. This is why I like this course. And it's a lot of golf when you play is the course. Got it. Because you're not gonna you're gonna you may play any course once. No. What brings you back to this course? Okay. And what makes this course unique and palatable and fun to play. And it could be you shot 78 or whatever, but it's probably more the ambiance or maybe the people you played with 
or whatever. And that's kind of what he touches on. No, it, that's very cool. This is definitely not a how-to no, golf I, thing. No, no, no. But it really, I mean, that's kind of what I was looking for is, like, I'll never get to Augusta, right? I mean, I'll never, I'll right. out in... Uh, all right, we'll talk. I, I had, I, I'll tell you this. Okay. I, had a, I had a friend um, that uh, he took his son out, and they played in Scotland. Oh, great. Yeah. He, and, played, he played like three weeks there and went to like 10 courses. Yeah. Okay. So, but being able to see pictures and, you know, knowing the person that did it, and, I mean, it was just, it was pretty fucking awesome. Here's an awesome, I mean, this is going to be a spoiler, but anyway, because I'm not sure any of you will go watch this, but. So, spoiler is they went to Scotland. With Saint, they went to St. Andrews. Yeah. They went, they went to the old course, right? Yeah, that's where my guy went. And um, his videographer is Scottish. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the video, he goes, look, he doesn't know anything about this, but he's gonna, we're going to play the old course today. He doesn't know anything about it. Wow. Wait, gets better. <laughs> Did he bring the Billy Brew? The old Billy Brew. <laughs> no, he didn't bring the Billy Brew. <laughs> okay. He got his dad, unbeknownst to him, wow, to come out as well, wow, to play the old course, wow. Now they're in was an American and mm-hmm. uh, an expat that moved to St Andrews because his wife is English, sure, or Scot not Scottish but English, UK, mm-hmm. and went to school at, like finished off her schooling in St Andrews. Mm-hmm. So they show up. And they go to this. They, sh- they show up in the town of St Andrews, right? And they and go, the town is fucking amazing. It's amazing. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like completely, like almost out of medieval times. It's crazy. Yeah, man. yeah, it's nuts. I mean, yeah. So they go to this bar, like the bar that everybody goes to. It's packed during if there's a tournament there, right? They go there, and the expat walks in. Oh, hey, Eric, how's it going? Like, hey, nice to meet you, whatever. And they drop it on the Scottish kid that's his videographer that they're playing St. Andrews. Like, out of, just out of the blue. And the dude almost starts crying. Wow. Like gets, he, gets, he gets very emotional. So they get to St. Andrews. And the, the expat had gone to the clubhouse and, hey, we got four. We got four. We got four. So we're good. They go to the clubhouse and the Scottish dude has to pee. And he walks around the corner and sees his dad. Hmm. He's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I come to find my, I come to find my ball. <laughs> That's what his dad said. And they start hugging. And it's emotional, uh, and it's that's what this channel's all about. Okay. It's about the human aspect and the love for the game. It is not really about. Yeah, golf. man. So, I, I mean, highly recommend it. And again, the production values are off the charts. Tom went to play a funny drop, and I was like, "Fuck you, brother." I mean, that's yeah. That's shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge. That's it's huge. good stuff. What do you got, buddy? Um, well, uh, mine's kind of selfish, obviously. Um, Hulu, love the Hulu again. Another yeah. Hulu recommendation. Another, another Hulu recommendation. Going to make me spend my eight dollars a month or whatever. It is. You know. Uh, anyway, so uh, a show, the thick of it, four seasons that they have. Are you talking about the low point alumni song? Thick of it. No, which is awesome yeah and we probably should have opened or closed the show with it probably but anyway right. uh the show is the thick of it and it is basically west wing meets the office so a funny version of the west wing well i mean it's well, funny ish version to be that's that's actually that was a really good bit to be fair no but it's it's british politics and uh, like detail, it's, it's a British show. Oh, oh, I'm I sorry. I thought it was American. I'm sorry. I, I, I failed. I failed. My that. mistake. I failed this. Let me see The Office. I'm like, oh, West Wing. Okay, right, right, right. right. No, so it's British politics, and um, it it's fantastic. I, I I can't say enough about it. Um, yeah. So there you have it. Clock and Walters. Um, you know. I w- I'm looking at my Gucci. Yeah. And it, it, it severely is about that time. About that time. Yeah, man. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of It's That Podcast. Well, thank you guys for listening. You can you can uh, find us on the Facebooks, www.facebook.com. So it's that pod. Find us on Twitter. I'm at Triple Linies. Jason is at J the Letter. Oh. Sleet, Shirley. 
Uh, you can find us on, you can email us, joe at setpodcast.com or jason at setpodcast.com. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Citrus Spotify, now Alexa, just by saying, hey, Alexa, place that podcast to the planet. Don't cost you nothing. It really does. Rate, review, and subscribe. We yeah, would man, appreciate it. Helps it helps us out. It helps you out in ways I cannot we can't even. put it in words. And um, we're going to, I mean, we're in the process of building. Yeah. Right now, you guys and, think and changing. You guys think this might be and it? But it's uh, evolving. It's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be a thing. Oh yeah, there's yeah. things happening. There are. Thank you guys for listening. This episode. This episode. Fuck the. Oh my god! Fuck the Packers and the Packers. Fuck Aaron Rodgers and his stupid mustached ass. And take him to. You're not gonna host Jeopardy. No, fuck you. do that. Fucking go Alex play football, you motherfucker. Yeah, fuck, fuck Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, and the Cardinal and Twins. Oh. Dead last place in the three league. times. Fucking awesome. Take that. Suck my right. Nelson Cruz. Even uh, Byron Buxton. Hope your hip explodes. Dick. Right? Asshole. <laughs>